Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome to episode 99 of the Degenerates Clubhouse. I was class of 99, did you know that? I, you know what? I could have guessed that because I was class of 2000. Oh, okay. And you graduated a year before me. All in all, we're just uh, another brick in the wall. That was beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Mondo, hmm. I have some deal breakers for you. Oh. But this is a special fantasy edition of deal breakers. So most of these deal breakers would only exist in some sort of mythological fantasy can, make a believe world. Yes, what? Can I ask you why you decided to, like, you just text me like, hey, can you come up with some... Oh, because I felt like we were almost doing that a little bit at the end of the last episode. We The last episode, we watched The Rings of Power, Lord of the Rings, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And, you know, we, we, we were talking about some uh, multi-racial, um, you know, uh, fuckery. Like, literal fuckery. Yeah. You know, races fucking each other. And I was like, you know what? That really feels like a segment of Deal Breakers. Let's just embrace it wholeheartedly. Got it. So, to cap things off, I do, I do have a... a Racial related question, Mondo. Oh shit! So in this fantasy world, you're a human. You're okay. just Mondo. All right. For all the for in all these, you're Mondo. Okay. Okay. And the the girl you're dating's father was a hobbit, and her mother was a half giant. Was meaning they're both dead. Her parents are both dead, or is? It, it is. They're both alive. So her mom is basically kind of like a Brienne of Tarth, like just a huge bitch. Uh, probably even a little bit bigger. Okay. I mean, like like Hagrid. Hagrid was a half giant. Yeah. Okay. So so you know, eight nine feet tall. Okay. And, and her, her dad's a hobbit. All right. So just and is Hector the well endowed the hobbit. Um, <laughs> just 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 to make the you know the coupling work. Okay. But so she's basically just normal size. Okay. She's like you know five five foot four or whatever. But she has just extremely extremely hairy feet. Like like hairy toes like hobbit hairy toes. Correct. I mean just just. Completely, and she she is just au natural. She doesn't want to shave. Oh, I was gonna say she doesn't want to shave her feet. She will shave her armpits. She will shave her legs, and she's like, no, the feet that is part of my culture. Mm. You're not gonna make me abolish my culture, Armando. How hairy are we talking about? Like hairy, like like my beard amount, Ho- like Hobbit hairy. Well, I don't know like, how like hairy like, hobbits can be. It's like a, it's like a shag carpet on the top of her her little footsies. Oh damn, uh, I don't. And she does like you to kind of like pet about, them and stroke them. How about this? Does she like the, like does she like to wear open like sandals out in oh, public? Yeah. Kind of. Ah, oh, fuck. I mean, she's hobbits mostly just go barefoot. So does she go barefoot? Yeah, a lot. Oh man. <laughs> the look on his face. He's really struggling with this one. <laughs> oh man, hairy feet. Uh, is she otherwise just like cool and hot? Uh huh. I guess it's not a deal breaker. And so I, I, there was this girl when, when I was in, I think junior high, high school. We were like, we were like, kind of like best buds. And like her parents wanted me to hook up with her, and my parents wanted me to hook up with her. And parents playing matchmaking, yeah, and, always um, the perfect scenario. She she was super cool, super sweet, super awesome. She I thought of her as like my friend, but uh, it wasn't a deal breaker then. But I remember specifically like she had like hairy toes. <laughs> and, uh, I forget. I, I'm sure I cracked a joke. She never took it like seriously. It wasn't, like, she, but she. It, it wasn't Hobbit Harry. It was just like you know, like like hairy toes. I don't know, like 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 a guy's toes, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So I guess. Uh, yeah, I, well, I, women I, women have hair. It's crazy. Not I, as much as guys, but they do. I would su- I would suck it up. I think I would suck You'd it suck up. You'd suck the toes? No, no. Oh, that that would be a deal breaker. <laughs> if she had the Hobbit feet and she wanted me to shrimp her. No, that's no, called no, shrimping. No. I already like, know that one. Like fucking picking hair out of my fucking, you know. Anyway, it's very it's very thick coarse hair though, so it'd be easy to get it out. No, thank you. Uh, okay, you're a deal breaker, sir. Uh huh. She can see in in our world mm-hmm. there are people that are that are there are demons that like pass off as human. Yeah, and only she can see who's a demon, who's really human. And she has to kill a demon once a month in order to stay alive. I mean, so two questions. One, uh, like how dangerous are these demons? 
they 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 try to just blend in the world, but they do cause and create kind of mischief and you but, know like accidents happen because of them that kind of thing. And and is she is she okay for going for just the least dangerous, most easily killable demons? She just has to kill once one a month, so she's right. Kinda, but is she is she is she like this is my given task to save the world and rid them of demon kind uh-huh. and we're gonna d- work our way up to the demon leader and blah 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 or is she just like ah, this little demon that looks like a you know are they, do they all look like humans yeah they are, we can't see them it's kind of like in uh kind of like in resident alien where the one boy can see mm. that he's an alien but everybody else yeah, yeah. is just so that's what i'm saying like if she's if she's down for just killing like the low tier demons yeah i'm I, you know i will help her nice i will i'll be here demon slaying apprentice do I get to like carry? Am I like a caddy where like I carry like yeah. a, a golf bag with some crossbows and swords and things like that? Yeah, yeah. You're her. You're her little fucking. You're her. Uh, I'm her uh, demon caddy. Yeah. All right. You're her. Her poncho. Nice. That sounds fun. Well, uh, Pancho Villa. Yeah. Not Pancho Villa. Isn't that from? Wasn't that, I thought that was his name from? Uh, what you call it? You're talking about Don Quixote. Yeah. Isn't that Pancho Villa? Pancho Villa is the 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 Mexican like like he's a historic. Figure. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I got I got my ponchos confused. I think it was like Poncho Sanchez or I don't know. What whatever. It don't matter. It's gonna I mean, we'll be worrying about that for the rest of the episode. <laughs> That's fine. Mondo, here's your question. She was she was cursed by a witch many, many years ago. She doesn't think there's a way to break the curse. And if she gets too excited or scared at any point, she shape shifts into a llama. <laughs> excited or scared? Yeah. So excited could be like uh she gets in a fucking amusement park ride or something like that. Yeah, if she got super she's going down the roller coaster and she just didn't quite control her emotions, boom, she's a llama. Same with like if she gets sexually excited. Yeah, it could be. Oh, uh, no, I can't do that. Cuz if I want to have sex and she gets like really hot and heavy and she turns into a llama, I'm not fucking a llama. I mean, you could just ca- calm her down and then she turn back. Yeah, but I kind of want her to be a llama, horny, and excited. Okay, well, fine. She's a goat. No thanks. You said you said horny. No. Oh, by the way, uh, our our bro broski Greg says, "What's up, bros? What's up, Greg? What's up, Greg? My turn to you. Yes. She is a real vampire, no. meaning she's a, she's immortal. I'm out. <laughs> and she needs to drink blood. And, I'm but, out. But it's sexually arousal. You, I'm out. You wouldn't be into it. <laughs> nope. Don't. No. No vampires. I'm out. Really. Nah, that never goes well because there, you know, she's I, like a good vampire. I think I think with a lot of relationships, if there's a big imbalance in the power dynamic, oh, you know, like they make a lot more money than you, or so it it can be problematic. And them being undead and uh, literally wanting to suck the life force out of me, I feel like that just doesn't really mesh well with okay. with the, the the sort of vibe I'd want. Plus, like you said, she's immortal, so no, it's just it never. Tell name me one story. Where it really worked out well between humans and vampires. See, you can't. Exactly. Moving on. I, I would have to really wrap my brain to figure something out. Your turn. So Okay, so you're, you're, you've been dating this girl for a while. Okay. And, she, and she's very nervous because she's about to turn 40. And she confesses that she comes from a family line where 50% of the family members go mad on their 40th birthdays. Like, like think... Uh, you know, Game of Thrones, like Mad King. You know, it's a for sh- it's a it's a for sure thing that she goes crazy, or it's like no, it's, it's only it's like half and half. So she so exactly like a Targaryen. She could either go one way, she could be really exactly. good, or she and could go fucking batshit crazy. And and I added, I, I don't think there was like a specific age where they go nuts in Game of Thrones, but in this one, it's like right, it's like when they turn forty, and so her birthday's in like a month, and she's been mm. really stressing out about it. Um. I have I have a very low tolerance toward toward like like drama and crazy yeah. people. So it would be like a risk to I wouldn't take the risk. I I wouldn't take the risk. I wouldn't I would even though there's a possibility that she, you know, just everything's all gravy, everything's all good. I don't I don't I wouldn't take the risk. So you're just you're just a hard pass on Daenerys Targaryen. You're like, "Nope. Take your white hair and get the f out." And then and then here's the problem, Mondo. Now she's scorned. She's coming back when she turns 40 and goes mad with her dragons. I mean, this whole apartment complex burnt well, to the you ground. you never mentioned that she had dragons for real. You just said that she goes either crazy yeah, or... Yeah, I know. 
Okay, my turn. Uh, she can literally read your mind. That's also a pass. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if you <laughs> like, nope, because because you can't hide anything from her. Not that you want to hide shit, but like no, she I can, certainly want to hide stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like if you're pissed, she knows why, and you know what I mean. Well, I I think probably like ninety nine percent of the time, it wouldn't even be something nefarious or something that was really bad. It would more be just be like, really? That's what you... Oh, my God. You're a fucking idiot. Like, why are you thinking about that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. It's all right. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't think her uh, opinion of me could hold up enough for that relationship to, to last. So, no, I'm, I'm out. Fuck that. All right. Here, here's, here's one for you. Her father is a necromancer. And you keep thinking you see his reflection in the mirror in your bedroom like when you're having sex. Remind me again, a necromancer is someone that can raise the dead or something like that? It's it's very simply, it's like an evil sorcerer. So it's like a dark arts sorcerer. So he's he's kind of like a shady, below bar sorcerer. He's definitely up to some fucked up shit. But raising the dead, that would be in his purview. And uh, you, you, you can't quite confirm it. You're just seeing it out of the corner of your eye, but you think he's spying on you while you're, you're banging his daughter. And you're like... And she's like, no, no, he's fine. Like, he's he lets me have my space. I'm not part of the family tradition of, like, raising the mm. dead and making zombies. Like, that's that's my dad's thing. But you keep... You're like, I fuck, I know I saw the dick hole in the mirror. I would I would think if you really have nothing to hide and you, like, have good intentions that he... He would still spy on you, but he wouldn't be, like, malicious towards you. Uh-huh. So I, I think I'd be okay with it. You know what I mean? As long as... As long as I knew my intentions were good, like, but if it was like a chick that I was just banging and that's all I wanted out of the chick and then she, that's all she wanted for me, we weren't in like a really committed whatever relationship, then I might have a problem with it because then he's in the one to kick my ass or kill me or something. What What if you, 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 you date her for a while, you don't hear anything from him and then one day he's like, it's like, Armando, I can tell you really care for my daughter and I think you're a hard worker with a lot of stamina. I want you to join the family business. And he, he wants to bring you... He wants to make me a necromancer. Yeah, he wants to. He wants to teach you the dark arts. Well, that'd be kind of cool. Okay, so this is good. You're you're into this. You're like banging this hot necromancer's daughter. You're gonna learn. Uh, Hell yeah! You're gonna learn. Who wouldn't e- want super evil spells and mysticism? Fuck yeah! All right. Okay, we found one in my life. All right. Here's here's one. Yeah. She has an impenetrable chastity belt, and you need to go on some kind of a quest to find the way to crack the chastity belt. I'm down. Yeah? You know what? I mean, what if it was like... Quests are fun. Like, you had to, like, literally slay a dragon just to get in her pants. Is it a big dragon? Yeah. I mean, because, look, I I also have a dragon in my pants that... (laughs) Stupid. That needs to be unleashed. So, you know, a dragon for a dragon, Mondo. All right. (laughs) <laughs> and and you know what? If if the dragons are of equal size, this is going to be an easy quest. Jesus! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, sorry, I was, I was proud of myself for that. Um, okay, last one. She's part demon, and every time you touch her, it takes thirty minutes off of your life. Every time you touch her, it takes so mean meaning kiss her, fuck her, whatever. Yep. Thirty thirty minutes though. And and it doesn't. It's not. It's not proportionate. It's not like you touch her for a second. If you you make contact, and you could be cuddling, and if you're in contact with her for like five hours, that only that's only thirty minutes because you touched her once and then you broke contact. Okay, but here's the thing: is, is you're gonna touch this chick literally every day, Maybe. whether you kiss her in the morning or you hold her hand or fucking you you bang in the morning mm-hmm. or in the after. So literally every day you live. You're decreasing your life by an by an additional thirty minutes. Yeah, at least. And so you know, in a year, what's three hundred sixty-five times? Uh, it's like one hundred eighty. So, it's a lot. So so say say you touch her twice a day. Wait, hold on. Twice a day. So that would be no 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 no. no. I don't want to do it. Fuck that. No, I don't want to die because of some chick that has like some curse thing that fucks me up. No, I don't want to die. Okay. Um. Wow. She didn't even think about it. Last one for you, sir. She was born a shapeshifter uh-huh. with no real gender. The, what does she identify as? 
Well, when she's with you, she wants to be a girl. Because so. she really like she really gets to pick. Yeah, yeah. When she's with you, she wants to be a girl. Like, but but otherwise, she can turn into fucking a chair, a fucking wolf, a basketball, a dude. But on the inside, she feels like a girl. She has no real gender. She's she's a non-binary blah blah blah. But what she oh. likes to be a woman when she's okay. around you. Yeah, fine. Okay. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be really weird though like the time where i'm out just out and about like sh- shopping and some dude walks up he's like oh hey how are you doing and she forgets she's in she's in dude form i'm like uh do i know you and then i mean that's that would lead to a little bit of an awkward situation you know what i'm fine with it though wow all right well moving on to our next segment that's 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 the that's the 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 line for me i think we've talked about this before where i'm like no i'm not quite woke enough for um like guys that have gone through gender reassignment mm-hmm. surgery and they're like, no, we're like basically girl or no, like we are women. Cause we took the hormones and I'm like, yeah, ah, I, I, that's great for you. I'm glad you made that, that shift, but no, I'm sorry. But, but you know what? Shapeshifter where like you're actually are anatomically a girl. Let's go. I'm down. So this is, we're going a little bit tangent, but we'll get back into our next segment in a second. So I still have the, um, the, what the fuck hinge app. And every now and again, like like a transgender person will come up on the thing. I lost my train of thought. Hinjap. Oh, yeah. So I still have the hinjap. Every now and again, like a transgender, like a, a person that was a dude that is now a woman. Yes, we will understand. come across what... my thing. And I hard swipe the bad one. Like, the, no, I'm not interested. No, thank you. Like, I don't feel bad about it because I'm not into, Yeah, you know, that's fine. Whatever. And, and then secondly, um, very recently... A girl like um, liked me on one of the on, mm. on the on the app, and I'm like scrolling through her like her profile bio thing, and in it she says, "I'm weirdly attracted to ugly guys." So, <laughs> so, so I responded back to her. I was like, "I don't know if I should be flattered or 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 offended that you uh, that you liked me." Like, Mondo, it's the second one. <laughs> you, oh man, you should be, you should be offended. God damn it. Anyway, moving on to our next segment. Florida man, Florida man, causing mayhem when he can. Driving drunk as a rule, alligators in his pool of cloud. Here comes the Florida man. Oh, that is that is the best. That is the best, best, best. Florida man. This week in Florida, man. A Florida woman arrested for using rented Miami Gardens home and using it for a brothel. As you do. As women in Miami do. Um, Florida woman is accused of using a rented home in Miami to operate and manage a brothel. This past Wednesday, 27-year-old lady, spelled L-E-I-D-Y, Naib Cabrera Gomez, was arrested for renting a home in Miami Gardens and using it as a brothel. According to a police report, Cabrera Gomez was caught after police were sent to her home after Miami-Dade State Attorney's Office Human Trafficking Task Force called a cell phone number that was listed on an adult website known for hosting ads for prostitution and sex workers. Okay, so first of all, I mean, this this Florida woman is an entrepreneur. She's <laughs> she's renting property, she and it doesn't and she says she's managing it. I mean, she's really trying to make moves in life. So so commend her on that front. And two, Mondo, is human trafficking in Florida really that big of a deal? Because <laughs> I, I do, you know, not to get political, but one of the, the Florida congressmen uh, is currently being investigated for human trafficking of a minor and transporting her across state lines. Mm-hmm. And he's still in Congress fucking doing his thing. So, like, is this even that big of a deal? Not in Florida. In no. Florida, this is this is tame for this, Florida. This is fine. And she She's a businesswoman just trying to make a living. Yeah, yeah. Why are the cops fucking with her? Um, when police arrived at Mato, the home, Mato, why are the cops fucking with her? I got it. They're I fu- got because it. it's a, oh, it's a brothel. Oh, I got they're, it. They're doing it. Oh, 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 I got it. Okay. Uh, woman, uh, when police arrived at the home, Cabrera Gomez met one of the cops and led him to a bedroom where another female was waiting. Local ten news reports: sex toys, lubricants, and other sex-related items were also in the room. Oh wow! So they're, cool. they're prepared. They're very. Uh-huh. They've got. They've got a menu. Is it like um like one of those vending machines where you're <laughs> like, all right, it's ten dollars for the for the lube. It's if you want the lube and the giant black dildo, that's gonna be twenty dollars. 
I don't know if this is a typo, but it says the women offered to have sex with the coffer 200. Oh, she was, you know what? She was, she was leading by example, mm. right? She, she, oh, good, good for her. For $200. Uh, after the fake deal between the woman and the cop was made, the cop called waiting officers waiting to come into the home for, to arrest them or yeah. for, <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's Florida police. We don't know. They, they don't really specifically say, I, you know what? I do take issue, uh, issue with their business plan a little bit though. I don't think $200 is enough. I mean, there's clearly some risks associated here. Uh, you know, you've got, you've got overhead, you've got to pay your workers, you know, she, she should have some, sort. I don't, I don't know if Florida has like, like sex worth worker specific insurance plans, but she should get some sort of liability insurance. And then you have to deal with your home potentially getting raided. So I don't think $200 was enough. She really should have reevaluated a little. Uh, Cabrera Gomez was taken into custody and could be facing a slew of charges, including Deriving support from the proceeds of prostitution, unlawful use of communications device, renting a space for prostitution, maintaining a house of prostitution, and engaging in prostitution. She's not ugly. She's not hot. She's not ugly. I mean, here's the other thing. That is a mugshot. So you have to assume that she's at least 20 30% more attractive than that. Yeah. Very, very few people in their mugshots are just... Their best selves, yeah. Except for that one dude. Do you know that guy I'm talking about? The is is it like the black dude with he, green yeah, eyes? Like, like, yeah, like light skin black guy with the and the teardrop thing. All that, these women were like fucking fingering themselves. When incredibly they, good looking. Yeah, good looking dude. Anyway, uh, that was it for Florida man. Moving on to uh, ask, ask Reddit. Reddit. I was like, where the fuck are we? I'm toggling between like 17 screens. Anyways, ask Reddit question number one, Aaron. Yes. You wake up in your 16-year-old body and the year you were that age. 1996. You have all of your current memories and abilities. What do you do with your life? Wait, is that right? No, it was 1998. 1998. Uh, okay. What I do with my life, I probably either drop out of school or oh. I get an IEP. Because I didn't know those were a thing back then. Yeah. Like, fuck school, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that was my feeling at the time. And then I was like, no, I'm sure when I get older, I'll look back and be like, it's good that I, I kept up with high school. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, I'm like, no, 16-year-old me was right. High school is a goddamn waste of time. But here's here's the very simple little life hack that I would have done back then. And I, and I almost did. I just didn't have the, the capital when it was still that profitable. I would have started buying up every domain name I could and then just sold them like four years later and just been stupid rich. Like, uh, like talking about like website domain names and yeah. So I remember, I don't know if, uh, you recall, there was a search engine called Alta Vista. Mm -hmm. Uh, and for a while it was like, it was, you know, like Yahoo was the big one. And then there was Google and there was Alta Vista. And I think there was like one other, and those were like the four search engines. And when I was really, I mean, younger than 16, like 12 or 13, I realized, oh, this, this popular search engine does not own their own domain. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was gonna try. I was gonna buy it. I don't. Know, I don't think I even thought about selling it to them. I, I just thought, oh, this would be a good thing to have. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a credit card. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, trying to figure out, mom, I want to buy a oh, domain you. name for you know. And then of course somebody else bought it and sold it to them for like three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I think you told that that tale once before mm. to me, either on the podcast or in. But but yeah, back then, you know, so maybe you don't get the Alta Vista one, but there were all kinds of good domain names that would be worth tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars now. So you're thinking along the lines of like financially setting yourself up for just, just and fuck school pretty much. Very, very, very low effort financially setting myself up for the rest of my life yeah. with an idea that I had back then and I just did not execute yeah, if I if if I uh, were to go back at 16 years old, I'm getting assaulted by Mondo's puppy. I know what the fuck, Violet, stop it. <laughs> kind of doing a little footsie dance. I would not. I would. I think I would still go to high school just for the kind of social socialization stuff, like friends and all that crap. But I would not. I would not have a girlfriend. I would just be fucking all kinds of girls that I knew were attracted to me, and I would also do along your, the lines of what your answer is like. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do the um, domain names thing, but I would like, I would like invest in companies and just go fucking all like all in ham on companies I knew were gonna go this way. Like, oh, I just didn't have money to invest. Yeah. Well, you know, 
you just gotta figure a way, man. It's, right, domain names. That's that's where it's at. Circa uh, 1998. Some of the answers on uh, Reddit by other users. User LeadPaint97 writes, go outside more. Basically just sat in front of my computer that year. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people uh, do that. User General underscore specific writes, 1981. I would go insane with grief over my wife and daughter. Buy a guitar, start a metal, start a metal band, and die young. Fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Wow. So if he could go, if he could go back in time, he would commit suicide. He would not. He. I think. I think the answer was like he wouldn't ever meet his wife and have a daughter and just kind of do the single like rock star thing. I think that's what his. Okay. Intentions. I, I guess. Stop it! Stop it! Uh, next one, and I'll read her last one. I'll read. Mm, this was a bummer one. Uh, Nico underscore my true self writes, go to therapy and handle my depression before it gets out of hand. Everything else, I do pretty much the same, just that this time I'll actually enjoy it and make some friends along the way instead of just trying to survive. Hmm. Yeah, going back in time is always like one of those things that people like, if I if I went back in time, I would do this differently. I, I, I keep it simple. Just invest in some shit, make some money, and, uh, and bang a lot, not date girls. And they're not going to marry any of these chicks anyway, so... Financial stability and man whoring. Mondo's, yeah. <laughs> Mondo's new 16 year old life That's plan. That's the way to do it. Read a question number two. What are teens today not ready to hear? The, the, the thing that I don't think they're ready to hear is oh, that, that time that you, you, know, you hurt your knee and then it healed in a week and you're like, oh, I'm all better. It didn't actually really heal. Yeah. And like 20, 25 years from now, that stupid thing that you did that you thought was all better will come back to haunt you. Yep. So like every every dumb like, oh, I jumped off this curb and then I hit this thing. You know, I oh, I sprained my whatever. That that never actually goes away. You only thought it did. Yep. Teens today are not ready to hear that they are not the center of the universe. That that making yourself a victim does not like it doesn't get it doesn't get you anywhere. Like a lot of the, I think a lot of kids these days, you know, victimize themselves just to kind of be unique in their own way and 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 get offended very easily because they think that's how they can kind of. It's kind of like a reverse bullying, really. I think they want attention. Yeah, I think um, when you get to adulthood, you're gonna realize like the the world does not doesn't work that way. You don't. You're not. You still have that victim mentality when you get to like like your career and all that shit, and you're not you're not gonna move up the the totem pole. You're not gonna be successful unless you unless you're like in the arts or something. Then maybe you can pay the victim and do stupid shit. But Violet, you little fucking bitch. That's Violet that Aaron's holding, and she's full of energy right now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's Violet. Um, let's see some of the redditors have had to say. User neat underscore machine writes, in 15 years, you're going to think the kids have gone too far and they're going to think you're old-fashioned. Accurate. I think at every age... Yeah, that's every know, generation. We, 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 I mean, we, I think when we get older, we start, it's just like a thing we start becoming more and more conservative in, in some ways. Although, you know, I, I would have never had that worry because when I was 21, 22, I was already getting that from fucking 25-year-olds. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you're you're too old. Like, you got to cut loose, blah, blah. It's like, guys, I'm trying to go to sleep. I have a lot of things to do tomorrow. I've got chores. Like, like so I, I, I've been dealing with that since uh, my 20s, so I'm not real worried. Uh, user a Box of Fingernails writes, that dick pic you sent got screenshotted and sent to five other people. Yeah, don't send dick pics because they're not the, that that girl you're sending it to to try to impress. She's gonna eventually just show it to her fucking girlfriends. And uh, yeah, Aaron's helping me. We should have done this before. That's my fault. Oh well. Next time we know. User Posh Spicer writes: You won't feel different when you're older or have kids. You'll just be you. It's weird, huh? It's kind of a silly one. Um, last one I will read. User Divine Trackies writes, everything you do as a teenager will be cringe to your children. Yeah. We become uncool. Maybe. Although the 90s are sort of coming back around in some respects. But quick question. 
Okay. Have you ever sent a dick pic? No. I don't have confidence in my dick. To, like, I'd have to get it nice and beefy and hard and then, like, hey. Like, I, I just, I don't have, the, I don't have. Get some, get some nice studio lighting. <laughs> studio lighting, like, shave myself, like, that morning or something. And... I've, I've never. I'm glad that despite, we, I mean, we were really the first generation to have to deal with, like, social media when it was a brand new thing. Mm-hmm. And even as a kid, I had the wherewithal to think, like, Oh, this stuff is going to be out there like forever. I mean, stuff that, you know, I was posting on YouTube when I was 22, 23. I remember thinking like, oh, I might have to deal with this, you know, coming back when I'm 40. Yeah. You know, in a job interview or something like that. So, yeah, I think uh, I think at at a much younger age, I already saw like, hey, your actions have consequences and, you know. And so things like that, like like taking a, a, a dick pic. <laughs> I don't want my dick out on the internet. Anyway, that was it for uh, Ask Reddit. Our last segment for the day is Binger Purge. And we're going to be discussing the show Made. Yes. Uh, so Made, M-A-I-D, by the way, not M-A-D-E. Made is, is someone who cleans your house for yes. a living, mm-hmm. a maid. And in this case, it's not in like a fancy French dress with like uh, lingerie or anything <laughs> like that. This is, this is a down and dirty sort of no, not not dirty. Calm down, calm down, guys. This this is this is a more gritty sort of show, a little bit different than most of the things we cover. I would say tonally, the closest thing that we we've reviewed the, to this is maybe like Mare of Easttown. Uh huh. But there isn't there isn't the the uh, mystery element to it so much. I mean, it's just a story of a young single mother fling an abusive relationship, just with really no money to her name, not a lot of assets or resources. And then it's like, uh, how the fuck do I, you know, navigate the world now? How do, how does she uh, make a living, provide for her daughter, things like that? She also has to contend with. She's originally from Canada. And she's living in the States. So not only is she from a different part of the world, like the laws and shit as far as like being a, a mother and, and the legality of like getting custody of your, ch- your child, all this stuff is like she's in the States. So all this stuff is completely foreign. It's all new to her. So she's being – she has to go through the ringer um, the hard way. You know, she has to learn by uh, trial and error in most cases. It was a good show. I don't think I would have otherwise watched it on my own, but Aaron watched it. He said he wanted to cover it, so I, I watched it all. Um, I thought it was pretty good, but, um, you know, it's a movie or it's a show, so it's going to be – it depicts, like, some pretty – Wait, I'm confused. She was from Canada? Yeah, she was Canadian. Her mother wasn't. Uh, maybe her father was. Okay. Oh, no, no, not not Canada. Alaska. Alaska. My bad. Alaska. Yeah, that's that's – Completely, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember up north somewhere. Well, well, and it was they were from. She she moved to Alaska. They they called her Alaska because she she lived there with her mom in like a commune for a year, mm-hmm. uh, like one of the, or like one of those kind of like cults. But yeah, no, Mondo, Alaska. That's still part of the United, the United States. States right, right. Still have got a U.S. passport and all that. So that that is really because for a second I was like, oh shit, like how is she getting all those social services and yeah, no, no, she's like a, Alaska. I, I fucked up. It was it was a. Uh... For, I was questioning every. I'm like, did I, how did I miss the fact that she was fucking Canadian that whole show? Uh-huh. Crazy. A, you didn't hear the part in the show where she was saying a a lot. A, I did. You know what? I did notice that, and I, I was just like, I guess she just, she just likes to say a. She's trying to teach her daughter the ABCs, and she's just really stuck on that first one. Yeah. So, so just initial reactions because it is, it is very different. Like, what, what was your? I, I was actually kind of surprised you made it through the first episode. I thought you might get that far and be like, nah, I'm out. Yeah, I I uh, I I understood what the show was it was trying it was it was it had an objective. It was trying to paint a certain picture of how horrible it is to be a single mother and and you know all the challenges of of single motherhood, you know, putting food on her uh on her table, uh, finding a place to live, all this stuff. And then and then she has to deal with her crazy mom, her her, you know, abusive ish dad and so it was it was really pouring it on like making her a real victim to horrible circumstances i'd say like in some cases she was a victim but a lot of it 
she also did bring on herself. Yes. I, I mean, that, that's one of the things that I actually really liked about the show. I don't think any of the characters were completely like black or white. No. They, they all had positive qualities, negative yeah. qualities. It just sort of depended what the situation was and how they came out. Yeah. So like for many of the conflicts, she was her own worst enemy. And yep. if she just hadn't been an idiot, she would have been fine. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually, I think I, some people really disliked that part of it. And I, I enjoyed it. I'm like, to me, it felt more real. Cause I'm like, yeah, that is how real people are. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, uh, you know, the, the abusive, um, baby's daddy, like he's got his own, like he's got a bunch of shit baggage that he's got to deal with, which doesn't necessarily you know, forgive him or give him an out to like, this is why he's an abusive dickhead, but it, mm-hmm. it, it, but it makes you, like you said, it doesn't paint him as a completely evil tyrant dude. Like, like there was he, there was good, there was good intentions in him. Obviously he really wanted his daughter to have a good life, but he had all this other Shit. Well, well, for for example, though, so uh, the the main character of the show uh, is played by Margaret Qualley. That's the the actress. You watch the show, so I you did. know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And her the her mother in the show is her mother in real life, Andy McDowell. Really? Yeah, that's that's Andy McDowell's daughter. Crazy. Uh, even crazier that Andy McDowell's been along, around forever. She's been in a ton of movies, but apparently Margaret Qualley got her that role. Like Margaret Qualley got cast, and they were trying to cast her mother, and she's like, you know, guys, what about my mom's real crazy? <laughs> she's a uh, fucking kook, you know. Not to spoil anything, but yeah, the the mom in the show is bipolar, and there's there's one episode in particular where like shit goes down with the mom, mm-hmm. and her her typically problematic and abusive boyfriend slash baby daddy. In that episode, you're like. Dude, this guy's fucking killing it. Like he's great. Like he's this huge help. Cause and I remember watching that. I'm like, man, that actually makes sense. Cause when it comes to just being like a responsible, like normal parent, he probably hasn't had anyone to really model that for him. No, no. But when it comes to dealing with fucked up shit and like not <laughs> keeping things together when everything's falling apart, it's like, oh yeah, he's probably really experienced with that. And he was that was like his shining episode where you're like, oh, maybe this guy isn't such a douchebag. Yeah. I, so even even that I you know I I like the fact that even probably the most reprehensible character in the show like you got moments to root for him. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, everyone everyone uh, these days there's the whole um cancel culture and like people are unwilling to forgive like someone's past transgressions or whatever and this does a pretty good job of like like playing both sides of it, like where you can see this character has, person has a redeeming qualities to them, and then but they're at the same time they 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 do some fucked up shit. Just like you said, the girl the girl puts herself in a lot of shitty scenarios, and you know you're like you can do do the right like do the right thing, and she just decides to kind of the the mother reminded me a lot of I forget when, but this was a, a, a much older episode of of our podcast where we talked about um, like what was it? I think we call them energy vampires. Mm-hmm. Like people, people like and they can be. That's a perfect example of how people in your family can be can just drag you, can just drag you down. I mean, and and I don't think they mean. It's not like their intention to drag you down, but just the fact that they're there and they're they got their own chaos going on, and then. Like this girl is trying to do right, and even even to the point where she wants to like take care of her mother, like when she really shouldn't, you know, stress over like where her mother's gonna live and blah 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 blah. But uh, you know, her mom's this one example. Like I would have eighty sixth. Like I had you know had I been in that situation, I would have been like, I want the best for you, mom, but like time to go. Like you just you know, it's it's a tough it's a tough ask. I think. In addition, I mean, obviously there there is the whole motherhood aspect, but I think the show also really spoke to what it's like to be poor and how yeah. it's kind of a trap that can be hard to get out of. Because just like you're saying, there are all those things that, that because she grew up in poverty, it actually makes it harder to then get out of poverty. Yeah. Like she hasn't had certain things modeled for her. I mean, part of the reason she's poor is because her mom's fucking crazy. And like, that's that kind of weight that keeps dragging uh, her down a little bit. So, so on that front, uh, there were a lot of things in the show where like, I felt like I could relate to from experiences from my life. Mm -hmm. Was there anything like that that jumped out to you where you're like, Oh shit, I actually, 
I, I don't know. Maybe it reminded uh, you of an experience you had or, or a part of your life or anything like that. Yeah, I, I um, I wouldn't say I directly a hundred percent identified with the baby's daddy, but I've had things in my life where I didn't make the right choices and like I was made to look like the bad guy. Yeah. So that's what I, I related to that quite a bit because. I'm, I don't think I'm a bad person, but sometimes you're put in a scenario where you're kind of like, you just make one wrong move or you, you, you know, zig where you should have zagged and, and then you do, you make a dumb decision and all of a sudden you get painted as like this bad person, like this, and it's not, that's not always the case. There's always like more, there's more to the story that only, only like me and whatever other person would know. Oh, and I, here's the thing, though. I think even if you try to view the, the the whole show from his perspective, especially early on, I could see where he would think, "Wow, my fucking you know uh, girlfriend is just being crazy because yeah. like she's living in his his trailer and he's he's working. He's working and, like two jobs. Like he's working like a lot. And, and he he's he's got a temper problem for sure, and he's violent, but he's never actually ex- directly violent like." To her, like he doesn't hit her. He's not beating her up. There's nothing like that. Like he, you know, I, the the inciting incident which kind of kicks off the whole show is he smashes well something glass. I think he punches a wall or yeah, something and, like that. And and glass gets smashed and it and it like gets in the the three year old daughter's hair. But he doesn't actually hurt any of them. Yeah. And if if he grew up around that all the time, he's probably a little bit numb to it, and he's not really realizing like what sort of emotional toll that's taking on his girlfriend. And he's like, what do you like? I don't hurt you. Like I'm paying the bills. I'm giving you a place to live. I'm like doing all this look out of your, and then you just fucking peace out and leave me high. You know, what the hell? My, my girlfriend's crazy. Well, from her, from her perspective, he's like, he's going to kill me one day. Like I got to get out of here. There's a lot in this show that like, it's like, if you're paying attention, it's like the characters are echoes of what they were used to. Like, like the, like the, the main character, the main girl, the maid, there's 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 some of that like connection between like what her mom had to deal with mm-hmm. with her with her dad and then now what she's kind of sort of subjecting her daughter to the same thing with the with the baby daddy like he came from a relationship where like like it's it sounds like they like uh, the parents had alcohol issues like problems yeah, dependency abuse. so to him that's like I won't say I wouldn't say it's normalized but it's like that's what i was accustomed that's what i that's what i'm seeing on my day-to-day growing up and being an adult and and you end up kind of like you want to try to break the cycle but it's kind of hard because that's you're you're so Mm -hmm. you know i i used to uh when i was like in junior high i was like in sixth or fifth grade there was this girl that like you know we were boyfriend girlfriend for a little bit nothing really serious it's like fifth sixth grade but um I remember her her dad like was physically abusive towards her mom mm. and here I am dating this girl and like I was I was you know 16 or how old are you when you're 6th grade 12 10 I don't know and you know you're like lovey-dovey blah 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 like to her like I was like foreign to her like I I was like like I'm not used to this nice uh treatment like my, I'm used to seeing my dad beat the shit out of my mom fast forward that same girlfriend ended up you know getting knocked up by some dude that was like has been notoriously in and out of jail like a, like like a like a gangster dude like a Mexican gangster dude in and out of jail uh, I think he was abusive towards her mm. you know it's sad to see that kind of shit that people like there's that thing right of like you become your parents yeah and I think for for a lot of us in in multiple areas it's like you kind of do become your parents because you get those things ingrained in you and modeled for you and and then it's a function it's like maybe you can become a little bit better than them or in some cases you can become a little bit worse and it's just it's just you know over generations you hope you can kind of improve and 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 dig yourself out if you have to really you have to really acknowledge like you have to do like a like a look yourself in the mirror and acknowledge like oh shit I need to break the cycle that I've like where I came from I have a number of like ex girlfriend stories where like their moms are like putting thoughts into the girl like the girls that I'm dating heads and I'm like oh if you're listening to your mom you're headed towards some you're not headed in the right direction like you're I had this one girlfriend that her mom would be like oh you got to date guys with money blah blah I'm like oh really 
like, okay, well, I don't, I don't know if I want to be with you. You know what I mean? Like if your mom's feeding the shit into your brain, it's going to seep in and you're going to be thinking that the objective is be with a dude that's financially well off and then dismiss like, you know, the, the chance that he may be abusive, either verbally, physically, whatever. Oh, but he makes good money. Like, I, I don't want to, I don't want a chick that has that cycle through her brain, you know? Backtracking a little bit. I do want the, the one part, I mean, there were many parts where I did relate to, but the one where I, I, I like viscerally felt it was she manages to get into subsidized housing, uh-huh. which I, I think the show actually did a great job of explaining how incredibly difficult that mm-hmm. is and problematic it could be. But she like manages to get a subsidized housing that she still can't even really afford, even with it being subsidized. And then her apartment ends up having black mold. Yeah, and I, you know, I've I've talked about it multiple times on the podcast where I, I got stuck in this A-frame cottage uh-huh. where I I it was same it had it was not black mold but it had mold all over it, and I just know that feeling of like I know I need to get out but I'm fucking trapped and I don't yeah. have the money and like it was the same thing where it was like you know maybe maybe if she wasn't working all the time to pay for the <laughs> the apartment that had black mold in it she could have then found an apartment. That didn't have mold, but it was, it's like yeah. that, that when you're poor, it's just, everything is so much harder to, to execute and pull off. And I remember like, I was like freaking out. I'm like, just get out, go to a homeless shelter, just run, run, get, yeah. get away from the moldy apartment. Um, or at least, you know, if, if she'd been a little smarter, she could have just gone and bought the, like some, some, uh, cheap paint masks and <laughs> had her at least had her daughter sleep in those. But that, that episode out of everything in that show, I'm like, ah, that's, I don't like this. This is scary. It's fucking me up. Yeah. Just to to close this off, did you did you have any favorite characters from the show? Favorite characters from the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The um earlier on it's, I I want to say he's like um Indian Nate. I guess that that's his name. Yeah. He he he's like a recent divorce divorcee, mm-hmm. you know, raising co co-raising co-parenting his daughter or his son, I forget what. He had a kid. Yeah, and he used to work in uh, a restaurant I think near the bar that that she and yeah. her, her baby daddy worked at and he has since become an engineer and is pretty well off. Yeah, and I can I knew right off the bat that he was like sweet to her, like he like really liked her and he was trying not to make it hard and like he he empathized with her. He like saw that she was struggling. And I was like very early I was like Girl, like I was like, go after that guy. That guy's gonna take. That, that guy's gonna take that, care. That's what her mom literally said in the show. <laughs> I was like, go after that guy. That guy's gonna take care of you. He's good to you. But again, like sometimes, this is not a knock on. It is a knock on her. It's like you you just fail to see the good thing in front of you, and you don't take that opportunity, and you decide to stick to like the the baggage, the shitty. See, I, I don't see that part as a failure. On her side, because there, there's other parts where she she does dumb stuff in a home that she's working in. That one was really dumb. Uh-huh. There were like multiple things like that. Uh, the, the the other one, I mean, she she finally finds a good place to live and then makes. At the time, I remember, I remember because I remember having so many struggles to find housing and things like that. And when she finally found a good one, I'm like, fuck no, I'm not bringing anyone Nobody's around. Nobody's coming. Never. No, 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 <laughs> never. No, no. So she makes some mistakes there. And that one though, it's like she she just got out of the situation where she's completely dependent on a guy and like his whims, his what you know, how he's the everything rides on that for her well being and her daughter's well being. Mm-hmm. And you know, is, is Nate a much better option than her her husband in a lot of ways? Yes. But she's still being in that same situation. And it's like she would still be dependent on him. She was so that that's I could have completely understand being like, no, I don't want to just be in the same boat I was all over again with with art, you know, obviously like a better, more stable, less fucking crazy person. Yeah. But that was the one thing where I was kind of thinking about it because I I know if I was in his situation, I, I would have had all the same instincts he did. I'd want to help her out. I'd be like, oh, you can stay with me. You could do all this, but. The one thing I was thinking, like, man, he probably could have done more to facilitate her being independent and like not actually needing him. He kept putting yeah. he kept putting her in situations where she would need him, and all she really wanted was to be able to make sure that she could personally take care of her daughter and she wasn't reliant on other people because that had just backfired. The problem is, 
as as independent as she wants to be, she really she never really is. No. She never really is. Like the car that he's like, yeah, there's no he's like, there's no strings attached to it. You can just have the car. I need you to get a run. Like she still depends on mm-hmm. that. And then there's times where like she has to depend on her staying in the same fucking van with her crazy ass mom yep. or moving in with her dad. So she's still dependent on other people. You're never really fully independent. No. Nope. It's it's and then like to your point, it's really hard to when you're not financially well off and you're in and you're you're you come from a poverty environment it is hard to dig yourself out and sometimes you gotta take a handout and you gotta take someone else's charity you know you just i mean it is what it is for sure and and i I think she does that but again i just just from seeing the show from her perspective from what she's just been through i completely understand why she didn't want to jump back in another dependent situation like that i i get it right or wrong like maybe at the end of the day you should say, ah, she should have done it. It would have been better for her her kid. That was the move to make. And again, that's what her mom said. She was like, yeah, just, dude, just fuck him. He's like a hot Indian guy. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I understand I, that. Not that I, not that I, you, you, I, you wanted to fuck him? No, no, listen. Um, I don't think of myself as this, you know, I have all my shit together. Uh-huh. I have everything done. Per- but I would like to think of myself as like that, like you said, like that dude. Like, I think I'm that good dude that sometimes get pass, passed over for like you're just there's some other shitty stuff like you're just it it's it sucks well that see that was the the real crux of it for him he he wanted to be with her and in order to make that happen he needed to help her get to a place where she did not have to be with him which yeah. is like a weird yeah. dynamic i don't know o- overall i i thought it was a really good show yeah uh despite despite it being a, about a single mother there were a ton of things I found I could relate to it. Yeah. Another one separate from the mold. Dude, I don't know if you've ever had a clean out a hoarder's house, but oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> I, I, oh, when I when I was like really hard up for cash, uh, there, was, there was a job where we was paying $20 to clean out this hoarder's house. And it was like me and this like guy that was... <laughs> this is this real estate agent found a homeless guy that had been sleeping in the alley behind the house. And it was like me and him just like clearing it out. And wow. Oh my god! The the house. Let me put it this way: the house that she had to clean out in the show was a fucking picnic compared to the one we did. Yeah. Because the the the, the house that we cleaned out in real life, they weren't just hoarding magazine scraps and things from the kids' life. They were hoarding food. Yeah, I've noticed. I've seen. I don't know if you have you ever run run across like a hoarder car, like yes. a car where someone's like uh-huh. old food wrappers, old old you know half eaten food. Like they just don't throw anything away no. like nothing and it's just like filthy and disgusting oh, and there's and like my shit all through the house dead animals and shit oh, it, was, and it was really really multiple times i'm like oh i'm gonna vomit right now this yeah. is rough but i i'd, I'd be interested I, I like the show i would be interested in if they did a spin-off or like a complimentary mini series where it was the same story same characters but tell it completely from the baby's daddy's perspective you know what i mean where it's not because this this story follows the the, mm-hmm. the girl the whole way through and, and uh but i would i'd be interested to see like the story being told from the guy where where you see both like you really see both sides of it like yes he's he fucks up a lot but so does the baby mama mm-hmm. yeah they know? both do i mean like like i said i i think if if this was all framed from his perspective it would be a wildly different show and you wouldn't i mean he he's probably is fucking up a little bit more than she she does, but it's not like a right or wrong, black yeah. or white. It's you know, he, it's both of them actually trying to do the right thing and not always succeeding. Uh, oh, last part. I'm sorry, I keep saying, oh, I'm gonna wrap it up, and then I'm like, one more thing. Uh, I really enjoyed two sort of directorial decisions that they made. One, there's this running thing in the show where. It'll it'll like it'll be like a little bing, like almost like a cash register bing, and then it'll show oh, how yeah, much yeah, money yeah. she has. And in a lot of cases, I think that could have been kind of cheesy, but it really hammers home if you've ever been in that situation where yeah. it's like, like you know, she gets she gets hired as the maid, and you're like, and we've got a job for you right now, and it's like, bing, eighty dollars, mm-hmm. and then it's like, but you're gonna have to you're gonna have to buy your own supplies, bing, yeah. you know, it's like thirty dollars, and you're gonna have to get yourself out to this place, bing, negative fifteen dollars, and it's like. 
there there is that real like fucking emotional roller coaster where you're at a store like can I afford to buy like two sponges or can I only get one sponge? I I, I have to say that uh, you know the the last couple years that I live with my folks like my, my my mind worked like that like I would think of the money I have in my bank account how I'm going to feed myself how I'm going to do this how I'm going to do that and like yeah when you're like not when you're not financially kind of okay you really are crunching every dollar a penny and like like I, there was like you know i got to the point where like i, I went to like a, uh, i think it was a wahoo's or something on taco tuesday just because i could feed myself two tacos for like two bucks i was like and so i was like budgeting everything like that like it was like where am i gonna eat wednesday what am i you know like it's really fucked dude, up dude i was there just a few weeks ago yeah you know, well you have a lot of well, things right now well yeah unlike unlike our, our character in made i'm trying to build a house and yeah. i'm like i need you know $28,000 available for the framer. <laughs> I'm going to have to pay, you know, the, the foundation company. I paid the first half of the deposit, but they're going to have to get the second half, like at this date. And it's literally, I'm like, oh, I, I can't spend any money mm-hmm. or I'm just not going to have enough to keep the project moving along. Cause it's like at, at this month, I need this much, this month, I need this much. And you know, the, the company I work for, the MMA company had just hadn't paid me. And I was like, "Fuck! Like, I can't, I cannot buy gas right now." Yeah. But thank God, I've cut I've, in the last. I mean, I, we were talking about this yesterday, and just in the last, uh, you know, couple of weeks, I cut like several thousand. No, no, tens I, of thousands. tens of. I mean, like like thirty seven thousand yeah. dollars off the budget from. This this is actually something I feel like you would see in made. I've been like driving all around Colorado, like scavenging lumber off of construction sites and yeah. all this shit, and and uh, just that alone. I, I think I think what, what did I say like seventeen thousand dollars I mm-hmm. cut off what I had budgeted so I'm like okay good now I can <laughs> yeah yeah I can go buy Taco Bell and not stress about it uh, and but the other thing I really did like about the show is they had these 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 shots these kind of segments that were just very how'd you get over here Violet she went shit, put, she put, she underneath the- but they were like very metaphorical uh, like there was one part where like they're they're shooting it where she's like stuck back with her her baby daddy. But the whole thing, they're making it look like she's like deep in a tree trunk, like buried underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, and there are a lot of elements like that where it, again, it could have been cheesy, but I thought it was well done enough where it really, I'm like, you get that feeling of like, oh, you're like stuck and you're claustrophobic and you can't breathe. And it really, and sometimes they, they do the same thing to comedic effects. Sometimes they, they do it to yeah. make a dramatic point, but I really like that. So, uh, okay, I swear. Last time for me. This no, is the real end. I have one last thing to say for before we finish made. <laughs> guys, we're gonna ha- we're gonna start a made podcast. <laughs> it was uh, a good show. It was a good if, show. If uh, you guys don't like Degenerates Clubhouse, watch Degenerates Review Made. Yeah, we're gonna br- we're gonna start breaking episode by episode. Okay, sorry. Continue. Um, the only the last thing for me with Made is the casting of the daughter. She was the fucking cutest fucking little girl. Like it was like yes. <laughs> it made you be like. I made me go, ah, fucking cute little girl. Like, what the? F-? Like, she was the cutest little fucking like sweetest, always happy. Even when yeah, you know, she she was the only character in the show that was not realistic. Yeah, <laughs> there's like one part in like the, the first or second episode. I think it's the first episode where she cries, and the rest of the show she's just like, yay, I'm just happy to, I'm 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 coughing on black mold. Ah, eh, that's fine. I'm a happy little kid. My my favorite scene was when they're in the car and they're singing that one song. It's like a flavor. I think it's like a salt and pepper, salt and pepper song. Shoot. And the little girl knows it all. I'm like, they fucking this this little actress. Yeah. This little actress She's is good. fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, that was the last thing for me. So I I I believe this is a limited series. I and unless they do your your spinoff, this yeah. is probably it. Uh, for me, j- just a, a complete binge. I mean, not not our normal fare, but I was really engrossed in it. I thought the characters were interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's nitpicks here and there, but but I mean, I I complete complete uh, binge, and I highly recommend Made. Yeah, me too. Scale of one to ten, what do you think? Eight and a half. Okay, I, I was gonna say give it an eight, seven and a half, eight. But yeah, it's it's good. It's it's for sure. Um, like a must watch if you're, you know, cause it's a, it's a far, it's, it's a far take from like what you and I normally watch yeah. where you, like Marvel comic book shit, like sci-fi stuff and fantasy shit. And, and then we watch this kind of like serious drama that's 
mostly a bummer. Like most of the show is a bummer. The, the, there were uh, there were enough comedic elements though where I thought I thought they did a good job sort of lightening things a little bit here or there. Yeah. You know, I'd say I'd say like ninety percent drama, ten percent comedy. Yeah. But but yeah, it's a good show. It's a, it's a nice change of pace, and then it makes you appreciate the dumb superhero stuff a little bit more. You're like, yeah, okay, now I don't now I don't have to feel all these emotions. I can just watch somebody smash something. Well, that's it for me for the episode. Was there anything else you wanted to add? No, sir. My Chargers lost a heartbreaker to the Kansas City Chiefs. It was a good game, but oh, I'm so sad. God damn it. Anyway, um, Dodgers are in the playoffs. Amazing. Go Dodgers. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. We appreciate you guys. Please continue to send us any segment ideas, um, opinions of what, you know, you, you, you disagree with something we said. You know, vo- vocalize it. We like feedback from you guys. So uh, until next week, we appreciate you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you. 